I'm very excited to talk about this very, as my girlfriend, as Michelle described it, a problematic movie. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, problematic, yes. (laughs) I don't see anything problematic about this movie. If To Live and Let Die is problematic, then I just can't watch movies anymore. I just can't do this. I can't live in this world. If To Live and Let Die is problematic, then uh, what's that? What was that propaganda movie the Nazis made? (laughs) Birth of a Nation. No, no, that's that's where we made that. Trying for the wealth. Yeah. Yeah, trying to reason stall out there is rolling over in her Nazi grave. <laughs> yeah, then Triumph of the Will is problematic. I won't hear about it. <laughs> Birth of the Nation's also um, problematic. Yeah, also. Okay. Yes. A great another great movie to be like, oh dear. Mm. Oh god. Oh, the KKK are the good guys in this movie. Okay. Perfect. Mm. I love it. Interesting. Mm. Cool. Cool. Um Do do do. That song has been in my head. For at least three weeks since we haven't recorded in like a month. <laughs> Max, Dude, Max is preparing himself. It's been in my fucking, it's been on loop. That's part of the movie, candidly. So, ooh, I love this song. It's a great song. Do you want me to uh, get it started <laughs> for you, Tim? Uh, sure. A little rusty? Yes. It's been a while since <laughs> we've done this, yeah. Hey, welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Ely in Nashville. Take it away, Timmy. Uh, thanks, Max. Yes, we're going to be doing uh, Live and Let Die today, which is um, a movie, I guess. <laughs> I yep, guess it's a movie. A movie. <laughs> it is definitely a movie. It is yeah. all the definition of <laughs> it. It was made and, on film uh, and people saw it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, It is a James Bond movie with Roger Moore in Roger Moore's first James Bond movie and um, unfortunately not his last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah that's the movie we're doing today with us you know we just heard max so mm-hmm. max is in nashville as as always max how you doing doing good timmy i'm i'm excited to talk about roger moore's first appearance as bond uh roger moore date raping 20 year old virgins <laughs> you know, plastic snakes floating crocodile stairs and just human balloon people i mean truly Paper mache people, truly a magnificent movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got uh, Bill, Billy Boy Dooley, uh, up in Portland, Maine. Bill, how you doing? You know, Tim, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. I'm kind of just lost in the whole mountain man appearance that you have going on right now. Like the the beard and the hair, everything. It's just, yep. you look like you belong on Duck Dynasty. If I'm being honest with you. I, you know, I was actually, I was on Duck Dynasty on the pilot and they kicked me off being too racist. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know what I said. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> 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 rounding out the group tonight, uh, we got Mike Preble uh, zooming in from uh, either a public library <laughs> or his two-sided uh, uh, wind guard on Cape Cod. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing very well, Tim. They let me sleep in the library if I just don't say anything. So hmm. they try my best oh, to not oh, urinate it's... the corners. You know. <laughs> you know, it's a struggle, but it's a worthwhile struggle. So yeah, you know. But I'm doing very well, and I'm very glad that of all the James Bond movies I decided to come on this podcast for, it's not the ones I like. It's this. One. <laughs> <laughs> it's this James Bond film that I was like, yeah, Mike, you should spend the time to do this, as opposed to you know, Goldeneye. <laughs> Or any of the Timothy Dalton movies which I love. So but you know, mm-hmm. that's that's on me. That's a that's a that's a Mike Preble mistake. So this, I mean, let's just be honest about it. Uh 
you picked a good movie because this movie has the least buttoned buttons on any shirts <laughs> ever on film. So, I mean, that's with the least work. with the least amount of hair of any yes. Bond ever. Roger yep. Moore has hair on the top of his head and it ends right at that midway through his earlobe. And that is it. No that's other nothing. hair in the rest of his body <laughs> with a constant sunburn in the center of his chest. <laughs> so uh, what did you guys think about this movie overall? So I had, uh, I mean, I, I didn't realize this, but I'd seen this movie before. I, I could like, as soon as I turned it on, I was like, Hey, this is familiar. I remember watching this with my dad when I was like 12. And I was like, I remember liking this movie. This is, this was really good. And Wow. Oh boy, <laughs> little little bit of perspective from 2022, and yikes! Uh, and it's uh, <clears throat> it's got some problems, and um, it's just really not a very good movie. I, I will say, I kind of like I kind of like the story of the the villain or like the plan of the villain. Mm. Other than that, not great, <laughs> not great. This is the first time I've seen this movie, and I've never seen any of the Roger Moore movies. Hence the fact that I, ke- I keep on forgetting Roger Moore's name whenever we'd mention him on any of the other episodes. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I knew that his his bond is much more campy, so I was already preparing for that. So I mean, I enjoyed it, and I for some weird reason, I mean, I just I love 1970s New York City. I feel like it was, it was just like it was at the lowest point that the city would ever get. Like, but they still have remnants of like the 40s and 50s. But then you got like all the burnt out buildings and just trash everywhere. And it's just so gritty and gross, which I, I just I love to see on film. I, I was going to say, so I've seen this movie a couple of times. I haven't seen it in a long time. But now that I think about it, I was like, what if every like every 70s stereotype was a film? <laughs> and I'm like, that's it. This is this movie. Yep. I yep. mean, but that being said, so I'll be very clear. I don't like Roger Moore. I don't think he's good as James Bond. He is very the wrong word is a feminine, but that's the whole thing. He's like not tough. No. He is not a tough James Bond, which is fine. Or but, in real life. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Do you he know about his wives? Yeah. Yes. Oh my he, God. He's married four times. Three of them beat him. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's like, it's, it's just a bizarre, right? It's like, he's always like this, like, you know, whatever. He's like, Oh, I'm like a very fancy, like very debonair spy. Fine. You know, whatever. But I will say I really do love these movies because this is like what I think of when I think of James Bond, just like pure, like not like camp necessarily, but like they're not, they're not supposed to be like Jason Bourne movies. They're supposed to be like whimsical. Like the whole thing is like, holy hell, this would never work in real life. And that's what this movie does. So I do enjoy it, but I, I despise Roger Bourne on a lot of levels. It's British Batman. Whap, bang, pow. the, The Adam West Batman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who they Batman, wanted yeah. for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wanted Adam West or Burton Reynolds. That's what the oh, studio wanted. God. Really? Yeah. And actually, wow. if you look at Adam West at this era and Roger Moore, they kind of look alike, too. They do. They do. Like yeah. that Adam West like is actually a little more handsome. Plastered over. Yeah. I mean, but that being said, I enjoyed watching this movie. But as uh, as my, my fiance said, this movie is problematic from like within like five minutes. She's like, this is concerning. I was like, well, get ready. It's going to get worse. It gets worse. The thing I find the most interesting about Roger Moore's Bond, though, is that, yeah, like he's much softer than any of the other ones, but he's also like a sexual psychopath. Like, oh, he's tricking women into bed. Like, he's the kind of guy that would like would fuck a high schooler and then like ask how old they are after or just like (laughs) or or just never ask at all. Like the guy has no morals, no shame. He's a British Dr. Dan. The second he sees somebody, he's like, you. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Also, hold on. I got a couple of things here real quick too, okay. that I just want to kind of talk about, which is kind of weird. So, you know, there, there's been four actors that play Bond over the last 49 years. But in 1973, Roger Moore was the third Bond actor or the, th- the third guy to play Bond in four years, which is crazy Jesus. to think about. Right. Yeah. I think Roger Moore is also the one who held the title longest from like 1973 to like 1985 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig just surpassed it. Oh, but, did he actually? But, yeah. but Moore's done the most movies. Yeah, the most films. Moore's sorry. done how more many, movies. How many, how many movies has Moore done? Yeah, like That's, seven? Yeah, I was going to say it's a lot. But he does. Because they did, they used to do these movies. Like they would just churn these things out like every year. Cool. Yeah, it was like right. every two years because he did like Octopus. He did this. He well, did Man of the Golden Gun. If you look at the the, the end credits as the movie ends, it said Bond will be back with the Man of the Golden Gun. Like they already had the title. They already were ready. Like they were going to be filming. It came out the next year. Yeah. But also, this is the thing I don't understand too is that so Roger Moore he's three years older than Sean Connery. And he was 45 in this movie when they hired him. Why the fuck would you hire a 45-year-old man for a franchise when you know the franchise has already been around for 11 years and they've had issues just keeping the same guy? Why would you hire a 45-year-old? I mean, not a great decision, but they kept him around long enough. And I mean, I don't know if I were the, I haven't, I don't think I, this, I think this is the only Roger Moore movie one I've seen. Like are the later ones terrible because he's too old. The last one, he's starting to look rough. Like he had just gotten some work done, and then in Octopussy, it's like kind of rough. Like he's in India, and he's like trying yeah. to like run around and be tough, and it's just like this is it. Never, it didn't work in nineteen seventy three. It does work in like nineteen eighty five. No. I'll tell you that right now. This is like, and, and he had this. He stepped down himself. Like they weren't even gonna let him go. He's just like, I'm too old to be doing this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired left. of this. <laughs> yeah, this is too much abuse between this and my marriages. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm sure that's why I'm sure that's why they kept him around is because they're like this guy gets beaten up by his wives. I mean we can do anything we want with him. <laughs> his wife's gonna kill him if he stays yeah. at home. <laughs> we'll ma- we'll make him do whatever we want. Right. What's he gonna so, do? Say no. We'll get the misses in. So I got I wrote down a few things, a few stories of his uh, his spousal abuse of him, him being the victim. So there's a story about him getting hot tea dumped on his head. Um, one of his wives uh, smashed a guitar over his head. Um, another one threw a brick through, like threw a brick at him through the car window and broke the car window. And then just, you know, more being like the British gentleman, his quote was, they were all lovely ladies with bad taste in men. <laughs> Which is so a great answer. Does, does he bring out the worst in people or, or so. does he attract a certain kind of lady? Both. And I'm sure he was fucking around too. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. a lot of those stories were after they found him with like his pants down, you know, yeah. and they threw a guitar over his head. Oh, Poppy, it's not what you think. <laughs> I'm getting a character. <laughs> yeah. Oi, what's going on out here? <laughs> Nothing to see here. At least it's not your sister again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wrong wife. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, or, or no, it is your sister. My, my apologies. <laughs> The last wife was her mum. That's what it yeah. was. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get going. So let's do it. The movie opens at the UN with the UK ambassador getting ear fucked to death. And um, <laughs> no real, you don't, you have no, no context to that. And then quickly we cut scene to a New Orleans funeral. And again, no context. 
shaky start. And when I when I say shaky, I mean the camera was shaky because it was in that helicopter without a steady cam and it was all over the place. Oh yeah. In that opening <laughs> shot. <laughs> It's like I'm simultaneously also above the server, but in it as well. Like, this is not going well as we're approaching the UN. And then there's just like, yeah, I do love it again. Like the UN, which you would imagine would be protected by, you know, people. It's just some guys like, I know what I'll do. I'm going to take this one wire out. I'm going to put another wire. But this wire is different. This wire just explodes things, including people's ears. And I was like, what? It is like a toy Acme Wiley Coyote bomb plunger that apparently just blows your head up or something, right. or something but, like that. But again, this is what I mean by like a James Bond movie. Like you would not see this with a Daniel Craig film, but here oh God, no. you will. And you know what? It's is stupid. Absolutely. But this is when I think of James Bond, this is like what I think of like something that makes no sense, but you're watching a movie and you're like, sure, whatever. Yeah, also one of the few cold opens that doesn't feature Bond at all. No. Oh, Bill, are you showing your cat's <laughs> butt to us? Yep. <laughs> He's climbing on my back and it really hurt. <laughs> but it was worth it, right? <laughs> oh, so worth it. And again, Bill, I just want to be really clear. This is not Octopussy. So I don't have a, I don't have a, fucking, I don't have a fucking time for that. All right, that's it for me. Yep. That's my 10 minutes. Thank you all. I'll see you in the future. And John's not even here to make those jokes he used to make. Well. I know. Wasted opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if Derek's not here, somebody's got to show their asshole, right? So that's a good mm, point. It's true. At least that, at least that box can be checked. There's a, been a Appreciate real dearth of assholes shown on this. Uh, <laughs> until then. Look at four of them right now. But then after the New Orleans funeral, again, no explanation why that happened. We cut scene to sand, whatever the fuck it's called. And to some weird guy getting bit by a snake again, no explanation for any of this. Not Very yet. confusing beginning. Yes, yeah, that other guy at the funeral just gets stabbed out of nowhere. It's like whose funeral is this for? Yours, right? And then they get a sweet movie. With, I mean, that's a lot of coordination with the with the New Orleans one, especially where they got to carry like a cat, an empty casket down. Somebody's got to stab them, and then they, it's got like a trick bottom or something, so that when you can plop it over the guy and it snaps shut and picks him back. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I just want to be very clear. elaborate. There are easier ways to kill somebody. Yes, no. if you're if you're in for showmanship, top marks. Efficiency, that's pretty. That's not no. great. No. Because you need that woman to cry, too, every single time. As every we see, time? twice, she's bawling her eyes out, yeah. and that's just part of the act. <laughs> well, and you got that, a lot of like work. Kind of, that, that kind of big fat guy, too, doing that slow shuffle walk down. That seems yeah. like a lot of work for him. I mean, yeah. he's doing it, and he looks great, but I don't know. Seems like a lot. And they're all wobbling in the back, and I yeah. guess that's a sign to go kill the guy, because they start <laughs> picking up the speed. and yeah. Music chains, it gets, yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. It's typical little Sunday afternoon in... The French Quarter of New Orleans. There are a lot of people involved in this murder. Someone's going to talk. Just like 50 people there that are yeah, all well, accessories and involved in that. Oh, murder. yeah. That is that. I mean, that is like generally a theme of this whole thing, though, is that like everywhere he, Bond goes in this like in this part of the country, wherever he is, everyone is actually part of the organization. He gets in a cab. Yep. That guy's in the organization. He goes to a restaurant. Everyone at that restaurant's in the organization. Like <laughs> he can't escape it. It doesn't no. matter. Not only that, Bill. Apparently, every single black person in the world <laughs> has two-way communication with each other, and they are all part of the same cabal. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. Definitely 
True. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I believe it to be true. Yeah. That's what they told me on January 6th. That's why I stormed the Capitol. It's not... It's not great when a movie immediately starts conditioning you to be like, oh, black guy, bad guy. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully That's- he dies. He's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> and after all that, too, they banned this movie in the South because of like the interracial kissing scene that they had in this. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. And it's like, it's kind of the opposite, guys. Like, there's more black people that die in this movie than, like, any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like, I think, I figure you fucks would like this. I, there's, I just, there's literally one black guy that's a good guy in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And th- there are a lot of black people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Majority. There's more black people in this movie than I think all the other Bond movies combined. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. It is. We haven't <laughs> seen one in the last two movies we've done. It is hilarious that the South thought this was too woke. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, are we watching the same movie? Like, they do what? (laughs) It's like, well, she dies immediately after. That's what happens when you talk to white boys. You die. (laughs) It's like, oh my God. It's like, is this the message? All right. Sure. Uh, But then we see the opening credits with some huge yabos. Um, oh yeah! And after the credit, not that covered up either. Oh no, they were not covered up. Mm-mm. Live and let die. What a great really? song too! But again, the credits terrible. But the song great. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Guy Hamilton, the director, when he heard um, when Paul McCartney played the song for the first time, he's like, "Yeah, no, I like that demo." But when's the song gonna be ready? It's like this is the song. <laughs> My God. Oh, really? Fucking Wait, did I hear the whole fucking orchestra in the background of this movie? Right. <laughs> or the background of the song? Like, <laughs> ridiculous. <Jesus. laughs> That's got to be the best Bond song there is, right? It's definitely up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one, Skyfall, Diamonds Are Forever. It's probably the top three. Listen, mate, yeah. all I've been doing is cocaine for the last six months. All I can hear <laughs> in my head is the critters rattling around in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but after uh, the opening credit scene, we cut scene to 007 Roger Moore, you know, in a post fuck state of Nirvana when his boss just like bursts in and uh, at 548 in the morning, 548 in the morning. And we see just a lot of emphasis put on his fancy coffee machines. I, I like how the door knocks and then Moore gets up and he goes. You're not married by chance, are you? <laughs> it's like this guy, he, he does this shit every week. Oh, yeah. There's a there's an angry husband on his doorstep at least once a week. Yep. That was unscripted. He just had, yeah, he had a moment where he fell out of character. <laughs> Why is M walking into Bob's yeah. bedroom? And when, like, you, when you work for the British government, apparently you have no privacy, you have no self-interest other than your own. He's yeah. like, and Money Penny's there too, by the way. Yes. It's like, yeah, I'm bringing the secretary too. It's like, ultimate what? Why? Ultimate wingman, money penny. She's just ride <laughs> exactly. or die, bros before hoes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Dear James, there's a half naked lady in your closet again. <laughs> it's like, uh, what? you know, once again, James. Just to be clear, <laughs> would it have been an issue if Bond had a girl in his bed? I don't know. They were saying that they they were missing a spy in Italy, and I'm pretty sure that spy uh, was the woman that he was fucking. Oh, I he's like, very good job on your diplomacy, James. He's like, yes, thank you. And he's like, fucking their spy. 
for the Italian job you did? And he's like, yes, of course. Mm, yes. Although I couldn't, I, I'll be honest, I didn't readily identify her as Italian. I just readily identified her as foreign. So she has <laughs> yeah. some kind of accent. I guess we'll say it's Italian. Sure. She sounded more <laughs> French than me. But. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what it is. It wasn't like, it, I didn't hear Gabagool in it no. at all. So I, how the fuck am I supposed to know they're <laughs> Italian? So... This is also, I guess, one of three times in which they show Bond's house in all of the movies. Like they won't, they won't show his house again until Spectre in 2015. Mm. Yep. Interesting. I like this kitchen. He had, he had a pretty cool kitchen pretty for cool. the 70s. And a very fancy, again, very nice French press coffee or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Was, oh, was that cappuccino, Mr. Yeah, what I think was, it was an espresso? Tell him, you don't fucking don't lie to me. I, oh, it was definitely, it was definitely <laughs> an espresso maker of some sort, and then he had some like foamer for the milk. But I was never, I've, one I've never seen, he like poured the liquid in, then he like pressed it out with a handle. I've never seen that before. It was weird. Yeah. Something else. Also, Bond drinks coffee, not tea. Yeah. Interesting as a Brit. Yep. I mean, that thing, that, like that, and then also the coffee grinder is like the size of like an office bubbler. Like the thing was like four feet oh, tall. Yeah. It took up like half of his kitchen. Yeah, so then 007's boss tells him about his mission, and 007 jets off to New York to investigate the ambassador's death. And there's a bunch of deaths, and he's just like, yeah, I'll figure this out. Gets in there. Unfortunately, his luggage matches the, uh, the license plate, so hot damn, and we're off. Before he um, shot in the face of here. <laughs> but so he gets to New York. Gets in a cab, a CIA cab, um, and but uh, you know, Rutro, his CIA driver, gets shot in the fucking face Dark from a side view mirror from a, I don't know, some yeah, some like pimp, some pimp like mobile. pimp secret agent yep. mobile, pimp mobile, I believe is what they yeah. called it. Again, problematic, but sure. And I think the funny thing is Roger Moore is saying it. The most British person of all time is just saying like ghetto. Like Pimple, he's just saying a bunch of things, and he's like, "Isn't this funny?" Like, look at him; he's all dressed up very fancy, and I'm just like, "Ah, this isn't yeah. funny. This is, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> like, this is just bizarre." But I loved it. Yeah, he sticks out more <laughs> in Harlem than I think any other setting in any Bond movie ever. It was so fucking funny. I mean, I know we're skipping ahead a little bit, but the moment he enters into Harlem, and literally <laughs> half know. the shots are just like buildings have collapsed with his gloves he's walking on. on rubble. <laughs> And it was just like, what do you, I, it was, it was like, oh my God, he walks into a little shop. He's in like a very nice, like, you know, this like uh, finely tailored suit and everyone else is just like, who, who the hell is this guy? I'm uh, here for information. Oh, I mean sex. Excuse me. I need your finest women. I mean, <laughs> I mean, ladies, damn it, bitches. Ah, what do you people okay. call the women here? What do you call them here? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, this is terrible. God. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a lot of boy. Oh, a lot God. of that in this one. <laughs> we get a lot of that. Hey. There's a lot of boy yeah. at the end of this. So many boys, dude. So the CIA is surveilling Katanga, the leader of San, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it apparently they're surveilling them basically on them just being black. That was like the only justification they had. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like the only justification they had. Um, but we find out the CIA is getting duped, which I mean, that's pretty standard. 
par for the course. <laughs> yep. That's the most accurate part of this entire movie is one, yes. the CIA got duped, and two, again, and I think the funny thing is this is 1973, so we all don't know this yet, but like surveilling just famous black people like illegally, like <sighs> Junior, Jackie Robinson, pick a famous black person in America and the CIA is surveilling people like, oh, isn't that interesting? Like how ridiculous. It's like, that's not ridiculous. The FBI is doing this all, the whole fucking time. Yeah, so then, uh, you know, James stumbles into a fucking voodoo shop because why not? Sure. Uh, James finds the murderous uh, pimp car and some fucking <laughs> sweet-ass outfits. I'll tell you what. Spoiler alert, guys. My favorite <laughs> character in this entire movie were those outfits. Also, I like how uh, Bond, he ducks behind the pinmobile or no he he ducks like right below the uh the passenger side of the pinmobile and the people go in the car that's like parallel to that pinmobile the people on the other side would have just clearly seen him just lying there yes like clear as day like 12 o'clock yes. right there oh yeah he is not hiding at all yes yeah. he's hiding like a two-year-old playing hide and seek yeah yeah <laughs> roger moore is like six five and old <laughs> again the only the only white guy in like a five mile radius right now too. Yeah, yes, I'm shocked he wasn't wearing a white coat too. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, James tails the awesome outfits to a bar in Harlem and meets a tarot card reading lady and a guy who has a hand, but is who clearly has a hand, but is using a hook hand. All right, good. So we're going to address the fact that he clearly has a full arm and there are yes. multiple times. So like at the end, we see his whole arm is gone, apparently, and it's all just yep. supposed to be a metal structure. And there are mm-hmm. multiple times where we can see a bend in his sleeve because he's <laughs> definitely still got a wrist that he's using. Yep, exactly. Yeah, he's just holding a little coat hanger by the edge of his coat. <laughs> also, I had no idea that Chubbs from Happy Gilmore is based off of this guy. It's the same. Really? He lost his arm from a fucking crocodile ripping it off. It's the same exact thing that happened to yeah. Chubbs. Actually, hilarious. I didn't. Yeah. I did not realize that. Yeah. Um, what also, a terrible I just, choice for a prosthetic, though. I mean, like that cannot be very, very practical. It, like mm-hmm. he's got like a can opener, as we've seen <laughs> see later in the movie, where it's not just like it's not just like a metal claw that like pinces. It's like sharp. Yeah. It cuts through metal. What a terrible choice. You can't grab anything; but, it just cuts through it. Right. But again, the best part I love about this is like they think he's the people that made this film were like this guy is fearsome. Like, no, he isn't. He this isn't an individual that has a disability. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, not only does he have a disability, but they make they think it makes him like superhuman. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like, he this fucking arm doesn't even move. You have to like stand perfectly still to be like classed together. Like, and him bond at the end of the movie, like. Yeah, you can do damage with him when he's locked in a chair. Sure. Other than that, this guy has one fucking arm. You're beating up a one-armed person. <laughs> you know, it's it's like, absolutely no sense of how you can open your hand, open and close your hand when it, you're literally severed at the shoulder. Yeah. Yes. 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 How can wires, you do that? Next, there are wires that connect him, so obviously uh, yes. things are fine. Which, which, yeah. which, he can, which he controls with the skin at his shoulder, apparently. Yeah, somehow. right. You guys give this guy no credit. He also have a superpower of how to be involved in really, really bad cuts where the, <laughs> it just really it cuts to him and he's just smiling and nodding <laughs> and doing a I mean, very bad. His name bad, is Tee-hee. Yeah, Tee-hee. Tee-hee. So many weird names. Why do they all have weird names in this too? Tee-hee and Whisper and 
What's that? The other guy's at the tall guy. It's because Ian Fleming was a racist piece of shit. It's That's because why. they're all yeah, as you say, they're all inspired by a jive, obviously. So yeah, so, it's like, oh god. So this is the second book that was ever made. Um, and I apparently I heard about this is that chapter four is called uh it's called N Word Heaven. And then they oh, changed oh it. They changed it a couple of years ago to, to Negro Heaven. Oh wow! That's oh, that's so way better. better. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> this is so much better. Yeah. So that that's that's what we're working with here. That that's who made all these characters. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. Um, I will say though, Roger Moore's delivery of him saying Bond, James Bond, was so friendly. Because <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Bond, James Bond. <laughs> hi, James. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to have a good time. I'm surprised oh, okay. he didn't like go, I'm down with the cause and try and dap him up. <laughs> <laughs> I see there's one white woman in here. Hmm. What's your name? All right. <laughs> Thank God we're going to address this. So I think we all need to just take a step back. Voodoo is one thing. Tarot cards are another thing. No, they're the same. It's all witchcraft and magic. The two have absolutely no relation to each other. Like, none whatsoever. They come from completely different cultural origins. They come from completely different parts of the world. I mean, the fact that this, like, fucking voodoo dude is like, yeah, these tarot cards are the shit. It makes absolutely (laughs) no sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so I guess in, in the book too, that's it's played by it's a black woman. They they switched the roles around, so they made the primary Jane Seymour, and then Ruby in the books was white, and they just flipped them. But you know, Tim, you're going to really... point out these small details that are really going to you know, you're just taking me out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Here they are, you know. Obviously, it's a flawless film. Otherwise, <laughs> just calling people honkies every ten seconds. And yeah. Going it, it, through the- also, tarot cards that have 007 on the back of them. Yes. yes. They do? Yes. Yeah, they do. Because, again, it's 1973. It's yeah. pure camp. It's like, yeah. oh, God, these movies are amazing. I mean, that's just them getting lazy with it. They're like, we're going to sell these as part of the movie, but we're not going to actually, let's just use them in the movie, too. Fuck it. No one's going to be able to see this. No, it's impossible to rent a movie. No one's, the only way they're going to see this is in theaters. <laughs> they won't remember. What What do you mean rent a movie? Like this <laughs> concept is impossible to me. Betamax is five to ten years away. It's like okay, I guess. Oh. I will say though, Jane Seymour, fucking smoke show. And, and oh like, yeah, man. She she is like she has been hot for like fifty years. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Call me. I, I didn't know that that was Jane Seymour. I oh, yeah. I always, you know, when I open up my computer here to get ready, I always open up IMDb because I never remember characters' names. Um, and I was Jane Seymour, solitaire. Yeah, no, that can't be right. I like she doesn't she doesn't look the same, but God, she looked she looked good. Jeez, she is a mm-hmm. pretty lady. <laughs> yeah, she was twenty in this, and again, Roger Moore was forty five. <laughs> oof, oof, yeah. Yep. Hollywood was great back in the day. <laughs> yep. When men were men. When men, <laughs> when men were men and women were objects. <laughs> and yes mean yes and no wasn't even a thing. <laughs> no was removed from the Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> James meets uh, 
the CIA agent who tells uh, tells him about uh, Mr. Big and, you know, they've been surveilling him, blah, blah, blah. Then James jets off to San, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, <laughs> Big country. Yeah. And uh, he meets, uh, apparently he's uh, meeting up with Mrs. Bond. Dun, dun, dun. I like how he just rolls with it. He, and he doesn't like, the thing that got me about that is that He's he's finds that inqui- odd, interesting, but then he just goes to his room and like gets ready to take a shower and doesn't do like yeah any snooping. Doesn't inspect the room. Doesn't like like there's something happening here. Maybe maybe think about it. Stop. Yeah. No, just take a shower. That's fine. No, I gotta go shave in a bathtub. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like a normal person. That's right. That's what he was doing. He got in a bathtub to shave. That's what really weird. Who sits down to shave in a bathtub? I understand shaving in a shower. I've done that, but a bathtub is you're just gonna be you're just gonna be swimming in a bunch of little hairs all over you. What the fuck's wrong it's gonna with get you? All over like your ball sack. Then it's gonna be yeah. itchy. That's gonna. I mean, that's gonna be it's awful. Just, you're gonna have to take a shower right after. <laughs> Not if you're Roger Moore. That he was shaving a face that had no hair on it. That's true. <laughs> maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's why he was taking a bath. He was hoping that some of those hairs would stick to his chest. <laughs> I'm getting this terrible it. sunburn here. I need something to help me. Every shot, I'm, I have half my shirt. It's all the way down. So, okay. um, speaking of the bathtub, uh, while James is fucking shaving, a snake gets strapped in there and then flame. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was half expecting that Awesome Powers Lucky Charm assassin to come through that vent when they opened it up. Yeah. He's like, holy shit, is he coming? And he's like, ah, a snake, fuck. Damn. Damn it. Who does number two work for? <laughs> you show the turner's bus. But the more that I watch these uh, James Bond movies, the more that Austin Powers is funny. Like, there oh, are yeah. so many jokes and references that I didn't understand having not seen enough of these movies. It's just... Wow, they fit so much into one movie. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. There's multiple scenes in this in this movie that are straight into like that. Austin Powers just rips off. Yeah, like at the end too, when they're just like, you know, chained up in that thing that's got to dip into the water. Instead, you know, where the mutated sea bass are supposed to be, but it's sharks <laughs> in this. Like it's just straight up Austin Powers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but then uh, James finds out who Mrs. Bond is. CIA agent Rosie Carter, and. <laughs> And oh boy, do things turn uh, rapey real quick when <laughs> when they meet. So they introduce Rosie Carter with just a straight up man hand going through that door because it is a man that is in a dress with a wig when she gets flipped onto that bed. If you like, you can tell that person is like a fucking linebacker mm-hmm. that Roger Moore's flipping into that bed. <laughs> I mean, she's Jack too, but dude. But like, I mean, he goes from like about the killer and then like literally 45 seconds later, he has both his hands like around her neck and he's going to like do some rough sex with her. Yes. <laughs> they have spoken 10 words to each other. Mm-hmm. Half of those were involved. Why did you have a gun and were about to kill me? <laughs> 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 that, maybe that's what gets James off. I have no idea. You know? Yeah. It's a very weird, very, uh, you know, FTA James Bond, and maybe this is where he gets his kinks. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but that's the best explanation I could find for this couple. I was like, what the hell is going on here? As I'm trying to make dinner last night, we're watching this. I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, what? 
Wait, she's what? Where did this man very, come from? Very confusing character in general. Like, yeah. you know, who Useless. is she actually working for? Yeah, like she's she does a lot of screaming. Like, yeah. She is useless is is a good way to put it. Not Bad a, actor too. Very yeah. stiff acting. Like yeah. you can tell where the pauses were in the script kind of thing. It was she was horrible, else. a horrible actor. Yeah, she was really bad. Yeah, truly awful. Um, yeah. she she was a Playboy bunny though, in real life. She loves the Bond stuff. She goes to all the conventions, and I, I saw her in a documentary recently. She seems very nice, but her acting is not nice. It's bad. <laughs> it is hard. It's, it's bad. Not she must make her living yes. off this whole Bond thing. <laughs> Uh, Autographs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, so then, but then James goes fishing, and the movie ends. So that's all. Let's already taking notes. Stop taking notes, guys. <laughs> that's that's, that's when Tim. Yep, that's no, when Tim turned it off. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I did. I did specifically note that it's like, oh, it's nice that Bond has a couple hours ago fishing during all this. Yeah, <laughs> there's always some downtime in these movies when it's just like you know, like Pierce Brosnan, like they're just out. Tanning in Cuba, mm-hmm. you know, just Timothy, uh, was Timothy Dolan's at the, like the going to a carnival. It's just or, like, oh, let's just take a break or, or extra time for sex. Yeah. As, as we see later oh. on in the movie too. Like oh, there's always time for sex in these movies. Oh, don't don't want to leave half cocked. Oh, it's a yeah. little on the Ooh. nose, but okay. <laughs> he fucked two girls in that boat, by the way. Yep. <laughs> he was only in that, using that boat for like a day. He fucked two different women in that boat. <laughs> Good for sexual James. psychopath. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, yeah. So James and uh, Rosie try to infiltrate some castle that that's fucking I'm island. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just now thinking about them just still being in that boat and, Jay- and Roger Moore telling Jane Seymour to put on that fake Afro wig because she left it behind. <laughs> yes. <God. laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry. I just I couldn't I couldn't. Uh, then uh, James finds out Rosie's a double agent, and uh, Rosie gets killed by some fucking voodoo doll. <laughs> so so Rosie was working for Ken, Kananga the whole time. Mm-hmm. She was a double agent. Her, right? She was yeah, a double agent, her, right? and mm-hmm. she was bringing Bond there to get him killed. Yep, like she did with the other guy because she was the handler for the last MI6 guy who died there. Got bit oh, by a snake. He, he was the one that was tied to the pole and bit by a snake. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Okay. This keep, there are certain keep, subtleties that you miss when you're falling asleep throughout a movie. <laughs> yes. yes. When you think this movie is terrible and you try to watch it on three different days and just keep falling asleep. Really <laughs> when the amount of time to watch this movie is longer than the actual plot line of the entire movie, you got some problems. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all this shit happens in like 40 hours. Yes. Uh, he does. He uh, like, gets on a plane, goes there, and he's like, oh, I guess I'll figure this out. All right. Yeah. So after Rosie gets killed, uh, James just goes parasailing. <laughs> Useless. Uh, that's just kind of, you know. <laughs> that was the worst. What? Hand glider. Why else would you, what else would you do? You know what I mean, guys? Uh, and such a, such a covert way to, to spy on people. Yeah. I mean, like they even show guards out like on a, on like a wall. They see, like they watch the boat go by underneath them. And it's like, oh, well, of course they're not going to see the cable going up to a guy with like a 12 foot wingspan floating above it. 
<laughs> Complete blinders, apparently, from the 180 Be, degrees above their being head. Being pulled by a boat that they <laughs> see clear as day. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then, and then he lands on the island and immediately, like... It somehow changes into like like some zips yacht. it down. Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's already he's wearing it. The, he's got the the half button down shirt and like ridiculous seventies <laughs> pants. That was the most absurd costume change I've ever seen. I, I did laugh out loud though when Bond kicked that guy off the cliff when he just like gives him a little love tap with his foot. <laughs> like, like you ever seen that gif of like a that flying bird that just goes down and like just like just, there's a bear standing there and he just goes like. Boop. It just hits the bear and the bear like freaks out <laughs> and it just flies away. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. It was like straight up that. Um, also, fun fact, hang gliders were only invented 10 years prior. Oh, wow. So th- that it was a new thing. So people, th- that probably blew people's mind when they were watching <laughs> yeah, this. Seriously. They're like, what, the, what is he doing? Whoa, he's flying. What is that? Is that a kite? It's very in vogue. <laughs> he's on a man kite. Wow. Uh, Height of technology. <laughs> State of the art. So, yeah, so James Paris sails into Katanga's fucking palace, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, and then, uh, sex or, yeah. or some may say rape, yeah. but also probably rape, except it definitely rape. To a verge, yes. I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. Again, which mm-hmm. I love the idea. He seduces her with the cards, which he has manipulated. He stacked the deck so that she yep. thinks that they are meant to be. Has sex with her. She loses her virginity, and then she loses all of her magical powers. And Bond doesn't give a shit. He doesn't no, care yeah. at all that he has fucking he's ruined her life. Sitting there in the bed next to her, smoking a cigarette, and like, don't worry, honey. Everyone has to have a first time. <laughs> yeah. So, oh god. It's the same things happening. What happened to my mother and my grandmother? Well, that's why you're here. It's like <laughs> you don't give a shit. Nope. You can tell the second Bond gets his nut off, his whole mind just goes blank. He's like, I could care less. He is a sociopath. Tell me where Kanega is. He is a sociopath. Can you get out of this bed, please? Jesus yeah, Christ, please leave. You smell. Get out. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, buddy. Uh, who are you again? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Are you still a virgin? Oh, you're not. Get the fuck out then. Thanks so much. Please. Gross. Gross. You should be ashamed of yourself. Also, if you want to have sex later, come back. Yeah, That's yes, okay. Let me know. My, re- I'm, I'm my refractory period is 10 minutes, so come back in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're keeping count at home, this is now, it's he's fucked three different women in the first 50 minutes of this yes. movie. Mm-hmm. That a boy. Uh, so, then James finds a voodoo church uh, with none of his shirt buttons buttoned. Uh, then James finds, uh, gets shot at from a helicopter, uh, with none of his shirt buttons buttoned. And then James gets with his pants above his belly button, pants above his belly button. And then James gets chased by the police, uh, with none of his shirt buttons buttoned. And Mm. that's how, I don't know, you 20 minutes of the movie goes by at least. (laughs) I like how people know where they're going in third world countries that they've never been in before. Yes. Expert, expert navigational skills. He knew better than the cops. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Just really saying something. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've been a local for my entire life, but this, I, don't, I was going to call him a Yankee, but that's obviously not <laughs> the correct thing. He's, 
some Brit is just like, oh, yeah, fuck you guys. I know how to get around here. It's like, oh, okay. We built these roads. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, we colonized it. <laughs> uh, I mean, we gave you research. Yes. <laughs> how do I, how do I that's what? That's, that's what you say nowadays, right? <laughs> we, is that on fleek? Um, <laughs> I was just in Harlem. Is that is that what you say? Yeah, it's on. I think fleek. it is. I have to say, we developed a mutual benefic- mutually beneficial relationship with a developing nation. <laughs> <laughs> we take all their resources and yeah. water, and they just oh. stay. Yeah. And they get jobs. They don't get yeah. paid, but they work. They like it. <laughs> They learn how to be good people. Did I just say that? That's not what I was supposed to say. Hold on. Let me go back to my manual. I actually did enjoy the little chase scene they had because, again, that's like a classic James Bond thing. It's like something really stupid. Like, why would you perceive this way? I almost forgot about this. He did a chase scene in a double-decker bus. That's what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's where right. We're at, right. I was, I was jumping, I was jumping to the boats, and here, that's right. He was. We're not did, at the boats yet. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the yeah, bus, and it was, it was somewhat, <clears throat> it was a little reminiscent to me of, uh, of Goldeneye actually, when the the top half of the bus gets knocked off, mm, and then yeah. he, he's driving around, <laughs> the car drives underneath it, like, yeah, with the the tank and the statue and all that. So, um, just fix your tie and then keep going. I lo- I, Which you I, can't I fix because there's no scene. buttons. I did enjoy in that scene where, like, which felt oddly, I don't know, realistic maybe, but, like, Bond actually took advantage of the fact that he had the bigger vehicle and was just, like, playing chicken with the other cars, just, like, driving straight at them, forcing them off the road and stuff, which was kind of cool. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good car chase for a 70s movie. It was, yeah. Yeah. It's not the French Connection, but it's good. No. Except for that. I mean, the French Connection, what, to come out the year before? Or this this, this year? Yeah, it's like this and Bullet are the only other movies ever had, like, car chases. <laughs> my favorite um, my favorite part about the bus chase, though, is when it just spins like a top. with As if it's, like, has no other momentum. You know, it's just, like, it stops and then spins like a carousel. And then, like, <laughs> I was like, well, how does this fucking work? <laughs> well, the fact that he's just, like, running people over on that dock, like, just doesn't even say sorry. <laughs> like he just right. doesn't give a shit, dude. He's a sorry. Life is a kill. Life is a kill. Your third world people. <laughs> well, <laughs> and worse than all that is he just he takes a giant machete and cuts the guy's rope. The rope is probably expensive for that boat. I mean, you can't just cut and rope. You got to untie it. That's absurd. Yeah. How rude! The inflation and ropes are out, out of control over there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Quirrell's probably pissed. Like you're down in my you're down in my boat, fucking all day and night. <laughs> this, and, and you just fucking come here and then you cut my rope? It would have taken my you one good you rope? Go, poop, 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 and we're off? You couldn't have done that? No? That's too much? That's a perfectly good rope. <laughs> I hope you brought bait for the fishing. <laughs> oh, I brought bait. <laughs> just throws just them board. It's just three, it's just the other two women <laughs> that he's having sex with. <laughs> 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 Which one of you is not okay with a threesome? Uh, <laughs> overboard. Gone. <laughs> well, darling, you have sex with one man, and then after that, for the second time, you have sex with one man and a woman. That's how it works. Rule in number layers. four. 
Yeah. I also found when he was giving her rules uh, of sex and like life after sex was very condescending. Oh, yeah. Not great. Problematic. <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> I don't generally nope. don't see where they're getting that from. Flawless. Um, all right. So then, uh, James goes to new Orleans, gets picked up by the same cabbie, got fucking kidnapped in New York. The most oblivious Only- blonde ever. Bond ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. This guy has pretty prominent sideburns that I think I you should remember. Say- you just fucking were in this cab yesterday. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, how the hell do you not see those sideburns? He gets, God, he gets captured more in this movie than I've ever seen. Like he, like just every, like every restaurant, every car, every, like every time that he thinks he's just walking into a hotel room, like, Nope, you're in a trap. Yeah. Fucking again, like sheer stupidity, like not secret agent shit. It's like, oh, I'm just going to keep walking in here. Oop, oop, oop. My mistake. <laughs> oh, they got me. They got me and even here. when he, and even when he thinks he's a step ahead, he's still a step behind. He's like, Oh no, I don't want to sit in the corner booth. He sits in the center and then he still gets dropped. Oh down. my God. <laughs> so the funny. Boys like, damn it. So I'm really I'm not good at this. Fucking myself over. Who's the guy from uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Uh, Jack Burden. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like the, the Jack, Jack Burden, Burden Bond. He is like Jack he's the Burden. anti-Bond. He thinks he's driving a hero. that truck. He's a dummy and he's not the yep. hero. I do. I, I when I saw that again, I laughed out loud. I but I, I was like, I remembered it, and then I watched it. It's like, oh, Felix, go take that fucking call. Oh, okay, and then just like, and she's just like, what's this? Huh? Uh, what? Uh? Just, just they put the whole new set over it. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, also, I we haven't talked about Felix in this whole movie. Felix is just like a he's like a Hollywood agent level enabler. like oh you butter my bread so i'm gonna get you whatever the fuck you want i don't care how immoral or illegal it is (laughs) yep it's because he gets the sloppy seconds and he knows it that's why it's like yeah jimmy will pass me a few every once in a while (laughs) right this guy is the only until uh, uh jeffrey wright he's the only felix lighter to come back which is weird he came back for license to kill which is weird because in the living daylights, it was a different Felix lighter. And then they brought this guy back who had like white yeah. hair at that point. Made no ridiculous. sense. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, uh, James go-karts a Cessna. I mean, I don't know. Plenty to talk about in that scene, but it kind of sucked. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, there's another New Orleans funeral. I don't know. Yeah, I did not understand that death at all. I mean, what is, what was the, the point of that character? The CIA guy? That, that guy, yeah, the second, yeah. the second uh, New Orleans death. I think it was just maybe payback or something. I don't know. He was one of the CIA dudes, I'm pretty yeah. sure. He, he was, was the one that saved Bond in Harlem. He was a, yeah, he was one of Felix's guys. And like, yeah. but it was just like, oh, we're waiting for my guy. He, I mean, he'll be here anytime now. And it's like, no, he's dead. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Also, I guess if you're just on a street corner in the French Quarter and someone walks like right next to you, you should probably just like walk across the street. For sure. Just, yeah. yeah. Just take yeah. the hand. Just like, yeah, it's like that. Like, there's, there's nobody else on the street, and this guy is standing literally a foot away right from me. Right next to me. I can I can feel him breathing on my shoulder. Oh, now I'm dead. <laughs> oh, no, I've been stabbed in the rib. Okay. Bill, Bill, you're the stab expert. That's how it works, right? That's how it works. That's actually just right. You guys nailed it. Nice job. 
Nailed exactly it. what happened to Bill. He was just watching a New Orleans style procession on the streets of Boston at two o'clock in the morning. That's exactly it. And then somebody walked up beside me. I thought they were also just there to enjoy the show. <laughs> and completely out of nowhere, I could entirely unprovoked, I just got stabbed. <laughs> That's how it went down. And I don't think we can emphasize enough, guys. Entirely unprovoked. <laughs> <laughs> Having been there for a period period of time before leaving in a drunken stupor. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Michael Preble agrees with what exactly description we just having having uh, been preparing to go to a Pink Floyd laser light show the next day. I can totally agree. Yes, and I was there too. Oh, Preble's calling me. That can't be a good sign. <laughs> Mike Preble's making a phone call. Uh oh. Dear God, this is right. This is right after Tim was looking at this huge microscope, acting like it was a machine gun, going. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> and then he got that phone call. Perfectly chat. As people do. Yeah. Safe yeah. to say the mood changed after that call. <laughs> Much happier. Not fun. <laughs> That's how I felt about my da- the damn show, too. I mean, it's <laughs> like, Bill's like, you think you had a shitty day. <laughs> I didn't get to enjoy the rest of the, the New Orleans style funeral. It was very disappointing. disappointing. It was great. I heard a lot of shuffling. I I don't remember any of it. A lot of very old (laughs) men shuffling their feet in a very rhythmic fashion, and (laughs) I didn't get to see a. I didn't see a damn thing. Pooper scooper coffins. (laughs) Pooper scooper coffins. Yeah, that's basically what it is. That is. That's a good description. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Then uh, James drops in on uh, fucked up guy's face. Um, Mr. Big. Mr. Big, yeah, whatever his name is. This is this is another plot point that fell out in my my in between sleep sleep cycles. I don't understand why there was a Mr. Big, why like why there was like this false character. So remember. I'll tell you. So Kaminga is the prime minister of this fake country. He's also Mr. Big in Harlem, who's a drug dealer. His country is exporting all the heroin, and he's using Mister Big as a disguise to sell it. Oh, there you go. It, it, does it seem does it seem practical to have like full facial aesthetics and do both jobs as opposed to no. just hiring one of the thousands of people? The entire uh, neighborhood of Harlem, apparently, that is within your pocket to just distribute the drugs for you. He's a hands-on dictator, drug dealer. I see. It's that personal touch that makes the heroin that much better. (laughs) And that's what I understand about her. And and Tim, I I gotta say too. You said something about the Cessna, and I completely for I completely forgot we that we had a fucking airplane chase scene too. I forgot that. that was oh shit! Yeah, I forgot about that too. That and a right? An airplane chase scene where the plane did not leave the ground. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Just just kept making very slow circles. circles. Oh, it, hold on. Hold it on. actually lost. It actually lost both of its wings at the end of the chase. Yes, it was rendered incapable of leaving the ground. <laughs> but we did have a very old lady who, again, perfectly perfectly in tune with this movie gigantic goggles on <laughs> like it's 1920 even though she's yeah, like the, the leather hat exactly <laughs> she she is the next amelia Earhart, <laughs> and also I, we never leave the fucking ground i did laugh though when she just goes holy shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get another fantastic example of felix enabling where he's just on the phone just like trying to talk down this flight instructor guy and he's just he doesn't give a shit he's just like yeah bond just keep going i don't care you, you're fine you're doing you're great fine. you're, you're doing, doing great, great. <laughs> job. Well, as well also felix is the most 
He is he is the most like visible CIA agent ever. Yeah, every single person is. in every scene knows he's in the CIA. Like it's in it's insane. <laughs> Felix um, for the CIA? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I know him. No, CIA Felix. Yeah, he's okay. a good guy. Not 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 corner store Felix. Oh, okay. Not yeah. not oh. that shitty cat. <laughs> Yeah, so then, uh, you know, like we were saying before, James drops in on the fucked up face guy, Mr. Big, whatever his name is. Uh, It turns out it's Katanga or whatever, Kananga. uh, Katanga to, you say Katanga, I say Katanga. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently he's a big time heroin dealer, also the prime minister of Sam, whatever the fuck. Um, (laughs) But he's mostly interested in what's happened with Solitaire. Yes. Yep. In, in quote, did you mess with that? Yeah. <laughs> and Bond's like, what do you mean by that? I'm sorry, my good sir. Could you please describe what you mean by miss? <laughs> I I caused quite a mess on her face, but I don't know what besides that. Uh, but that's truly between a gentleman and his lady. And it's just watching Kananga begin more and more mad. He's just like, did you fuck her? And he's like, well, define the fuck. I mean. A gentleman does not owe. Uh, uh, and tell. You understand. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. So dumb. A gentleman does not deceive a lady into having sex against her better better judgment and then tell about it. Because that's how you go to jail. <laughs> I hear in the future, but right now, huzzah! Yeah, yeah. 48 years from now, I will be in jail for this. But, um... If I don't say anything about it now, that won't happen. So then uh, Jamie gets knocked out, taken to the farm, and meets some crocodiles. <laughs> again, this is the best. I mean, again, a classic James Bond being dumb. Like they walk out into like this plank or whatever, and then they're just like, yeah, go walk out there in the middle of this pond or whatever. He's like, okay. 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 And then they just turn around and they just take the bridge back. And James Bond's like, what? what? Oh, wait. Oh, he's on. like a dog that you threw something and he's confused. Wait, wait, what? Wait. But I'm still what, here. Why is that bridge getting smaller? But you're over there now. Like, oh. How am I supposed to get over there? This doesn't make any sense. I thought you were just showing me the crocodiles. It seems like you want to do something more nefarious with these crocodiles. <laughs> Let me ask you, good sir, am I to have sex with these crocodiles? <laughs> if I had enough tarot cards and I showed myself as an allocated lover, would that be enough to just... Could I, could I fuck my way out of this problem? <laughs> seems like a such- <laughs> Because if if so, I would need I would need some more tarot cards. <laughs> Shove it up their anus. I hear they love it that way. <laughs> it's like, oh God! Well done, James. Well done. <laughs> oh, you crafty prince, you. <laughs> well, well the, the best scene would be the best scene would be if it's just like a cut scene. James is just sitting on the rock smoking a cigarette naked. There's just a bunch of dead, <laughs> dead orgy, dead orgy of crocodiles, dead crocodiles all around him. On their back, yeah. and all the backs scaled up. Yeah. And then, and then writing just, a note. You just see all the guys on the shore looking at him, just with like a disgusted, horrified look. 
the guy with the hook hands there and he's rubbing off his own eyes. <laughs> Gee, you don't have a fake face under there. I don't give a shit. I need more. I, I can't be in this world anymore. Fuck a hundred alligators. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you know what it really affects them is my magnetic watch. <laughs> Once you go to Croc, you just go to Gator. <laughs> <laughs> the only time that fucking watch works is when you take it off that lady's dress. Every other time you yeah, no. that stupid magnetic watch, it never fucking works. <laughs> no. It makes it that the watch is, yeah. I, <laughs> I just, at the I end just where, where he's in a room full of metal and it somehow only gets the bullet. Uh, okay, all right, sure, yeah, sure. I was, I was hoping one of those crocodiles had like a metal plate in its head and he was using the watch <laughs> and the crocodiles flying at him. <laughs> oh shit! Or, or T he just like comes flying out yeah. of the building by his arm. Oh. Yeah, the arm with his gold teeth. He's like, ew. Did you get? Did you catch that he called the alligators these future night bags or overnight bags or something like that too? Yeah, <laughs> no. Like, oh, God. that's great. <laughs> it's a little outdated. All right. Yeah, sorry. Your I mean, luggage. So- <laughs> also, I this is. I mean, this is totally asking because at one point, also, uh, uh, that guy, what's his name, Kiji, Tee, Tee, Thank you very much. Tee-hee. He goes. At one point, he goes. They asked him something early in the movie. He goes, "Names are for tombstones, baby." <laughs> Yeah. Fucking hilarious. I, like I literally wrote down, I laughed so hard. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? Two stones, baby. <laughs> Get a little sass. I was like, yeah. what? Oh my God. Also, cool. so, you know, Bond, he, he just, he just jumps over all these crocodiles who are all just lined up, just like asking for it, basically. Yeah. That was an actual stunt, though. That was like, someone actually ran over all those crocs. And, um, it took five I, takes. Yeah, did you watch? Did Did you see the video? I, I was. I actually started to watch it. The videos. I remembered that was a thing, and I started to watch the videos just before you called me. Okay. Yeah. So in the video, like I think on like the fourth attempt, like one of the attempts, he just falls like straight up on one of them, Holy and then shit. one of the other attempts, his his like shoe gets caught in like the teeth of one of the Crocs. You would and think also, this guy this would guy's wise dad up. Dad was eaten. Well, his fucking father was eaten by crocodiles. Because he owned right. the farm. He owned the crocodile farm, and his dad was killed, eaten by crocodiles. And he was like, yeah, sure, I'll just run over their backs. Yep. No big deal. I do this I do this all the time. I sometimes forget to bring the drawbridge out, so it's the only way I get back. <laughs> yeah. It's a That's funny prank we have. They like it. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is why the South lost a civil war, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, they didn't see this movie. They didn't. Yeah, they did not see that. <laughs> We're not going to take the lessons from this movie because I hear there are some black people in it. So, yep, definitely not super offensive Southern people that, that we'll find out in a couple of minutes here. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. So uh, crocodiles, blah blah blah. Um, apparently, it's a it's a whole lab inside of this fucking building. <laughs> that gets destroyed. Yeah, by let's a- show. Let's show James this too. Let's show Bond all of our. Our distribution and production facilities. Right. Exactly. And this whole lab basically gets destroyed by like a crocodile walking into it. <laughs> Very slowly. There's, there's, yeah, there's there's just miscellaneous fifty-five gallon drums of gasoline. And I, chicken. 
Yes, and, and chicken. Yes, That's of true. course. Raw chicken in, yep. like, cardboard barrels. I don't know anyone that distributes chicken in that mat manner, but sure. That would have been funny if he just lit the match into the chicken barrel by accident. He's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, that was my last match. <laughs> that chicken barrel exploded anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comical explosion. Yeah. Um, that is some hot chicken. <laughs> uh... So I'm going to go through my progression of the boat scene. The, my progression of the boat scene is um, this boat chase scene. It's awesome. <laughs> it's also 15 minutes yeah. long. And then, and then I progressively go through my notes and I say, how is this still not over yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's so long. It just shows you how big the bayou is, apparently. Is it, it's also, Jumping across weddings and shit like that. The, like the, fir- the first time that he drives up the, over land, you're like, oh, wow, that was kind of interesting. Like the 17th time, you're like, yeah, all right. I think the boat would be fucked at this point. <laughs> These boats are out of water more than they're in the water. <laughs> they're doing a lot of sweet tricks in the air. I was yeah. like, oh man, this is like a dope version of Tony Hawk if Tony Hawk was not a skateboarder, but just race motorboats. I was like, all right, sweet. I love this. I did laugh a couple of times though, just because it was just, the thing that made me laugh was like the ba- you, the boats were in the background of the shot. As you know, they're going to go onto the land because you've already seen it three or four times. And it's just like hijinks of what people are doing. They're like, you know, just sipping tea at the pool. They're at a wedding and it's just like, this boat in the background, just getting closer and closer and just <laughs> silently yeah. gliding mm. over the grass. Something's Aww. askew. A tad askew. <laughs> um, so, but then we do get to meet, hands down, the best character in this movie. Sheriff G.W. Pepper. G.W. God. Again, this is like a walking, talking stereotype, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Just chewing tobacco. His face looks like he has like a gigantic abscess in it because he just has so much <laughs> tobacco in it. I don't understand what's going on out there. Dang, dang, da bang, dang. Like, okay. This this guy must have been popular because he came back in the next movie. He was in The Man with the Golden Gun yeah, as well. That's right. And he's in Superman 2, basically playing the same character. He, he, <laughs> it's like, this is his little shtick in the 70s. He's playing this backwoods bayou cop. I'm guessing this I wasn't a shtick. for this parish. I'm guessing this is just him. <laughs> I thought so too, but you got you remember the movie Eight Men Out? No. Yeah. He's okay. It, yeah, it's about the Black Sox scandal, but he plays Comiskey in that movie. Oh, really? Does he really? Yeah. Just John Cusack about that. John, do you remember this guy? <laughs> I'm gonna pee real quick since Bill's gone. That'd be right. All right. Yeah. Actually, I gotta grab my charger. And Bill comes right back, but I also need to grab my charger because my phone messes. Okay. Good. Let's let's all leave now that Bill's back. Yeah. <sighs> Screaming babies. I mean, why don't you just uh, give them the ring hand, Bill? Isn't that what uh, isn't that what they're telling you to do in the parenting books? Yes, that's exactly what that's what that's what they tell you to do in the the father fathering books. And then um, and then once you get displaced from the home, you don't have to deal with crying babies anymore. That's that's great. That's a great yeah. option. It's kind of it's kind of like the equivalent of uh, intentionally doing the laundry poorly so that you don't get asked to do laundry. If you just beat the child, then you don't have to do parenting anymore. There you go. Yeah. 
I'm glad I came in at this point. <laughs> yes, same. Context doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Not in today's age. You didn't really need context. That was pretty much a, a pretty accurate representation of what the conversation was. <laughs> I meant what I said. <laughs> I stand by it. I stand by it. So, oh yeah, uh, JW, two F-bombs in one scene. You guys notice that? No. Yes. Well, they cut off, but I love it. Yeah, they it. cut them both off. But there's three F-bombs total in this movie that they cut out, which is kind of, which is interesting. That's how, you know it's, that's how you know it's the 70s. It's edgy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're moving from the, the very, uh, you know, obviously non-abusive Sean Connery to a very the abused Roger Moore. The abused Roger Moore. Again, it's a total sea change. I, I, this I is, there's, I mean, there's a lot of problems with that, with the way this Bond treats women. But something that, that just like irked me is that throughout the entire movie, anytime that they were going somewhere, he was always kind of roughly grabbing her by the upper arm and pushing them in the direction that he wanted them to go like all the time. Women was, love to get their arms squeezed and point and just pushed into directions. <laughs> That's what I understand. Oh my God. Yeah. Let her go. It's, she can walk. It's ingrained in their DNA. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, all right. So <laughs> now that I've put that out there into the internet, <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so you made Sheriff G.W. Pepper, and there's some explosions uh, at the end of this 90-hour-long fucking boat scene. <laughs> half the movie. Cuts, yep. Yeah, literally half the fucking movie. This movie this turns a- into the J.W. Smoking the Bandit comedy hour. Dude, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. This movie turns in from a fucking James Bond movie to fucking like Smoking the Bandit real quick. He's getting a lot of screen time during all this. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Why is he on the screen? Where's Bond? Well, that's the thing I think is hilarious, right? It's like this guy has does not fucking matter at all. No. But just for like nope. sheer comedy, we're just going to chuck him in for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Of just and, him being like. And a lot of boys. Like. Boy? Yeah. Boy, oh, yeah. What are you doing here, boy? He tried to distribute them equally, to even, including James Bond. But I was like. I don't believe you when you say it. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you enjoyed saying it more to that black yeah. guy. Yeah. The black guy comes to you, you say, boy, I see that smile curl in your face. <laughs> so, like, I know you really mean it. The connotation is not the same. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not the same vibe, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this, this guy was over the top, though. I mean... <laughs> I feel like like, some sort of doomsday machine. (laughs) (laughs) Secret agent for one side. For one side. For one side, boy. I love too when he was talking about that, like when his, it was supposed to be his brother-in-law that went zoom yeah. by the boat, and they showed it like it was clearly a black guy, but Sheriff Pepper didn't see it. But the other two like state troopers did, and they both just look at each other like, "Oh boy, that probably wasn't his brother-in-law." Well, you said he's your brother-in-law. <laughs> I think you're not going to be well, so, you're not going to be the sheriff much more if that's your brother-in-law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got oh, a problem uh-oh. with you now, GW. We got, we got an issue at the next clan meeting. We have to bring up GW. Yeah. Because all of these cops look like look like they're they're in the clan, right? It's like this is like Mississippi burning before Mississippi burning. Yes, like, yeah. uh-oh. except it was actual real time. Yeah, <laughs> this is really what's happening. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure what happened, like what ended up happening, was the the director came back to the studio and said, "Hey, we're like 40 minutes short in this movie," and then they're just like, "Go film some B roll, some yokels in Louisiana," and this is what they came back with. Well. Yeah. 
Just go do a car chase. We already got cut a car car chase. Well, all right, fine. Go fucking do an airplane chase. Well, we kind of did that already too. I don't know. Fucking do boats. Boats. <laughs> Just go. All right. What other means of transport do we have? Like, well, we got boats? a train, but we're gonna use that later. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna fucking the train. So. Yeah. And we also did a bus already. In fact, we had a double decker bus, so we can't yeah. do that either. It's like okay. What about taxi cab? Now we already did that one too. Hmm. We've done hand so glider. Many, nope. Yeah, we've done so many common carriers. I don't know what else to fucking do. You know, it, now that I'm thinking about it, it's a little disappointing that the cars at some point didn't go through water because you had a an airplane chase on land, you had a boat chase on <laughs> land. It would have been nice to see a car chase in the air or the yeah. water somehow. Yeah, spice it up a little bit. Yeah, come on. I want to see some fish start flying for fuck's sake. We kind of throw a pie or something. <laughs> All right. Got, Ro- got Rob Reiner, Carl Reiner sitting in the back. Throw a pie. Throw a pie or something. <laughs> do something. <laughs> Dress up like a clown. Oh no, you'll do that in another movie later. Oh my god. Yep. Jesus Christ. Uh, you yeah, so then you should do that movie. <laughs> awful. Oh, we'll we'll bring Bond back at some point. We'll do our Bond roulette when we just spin spin a wheel and just we have to do whatever one we land on. Just mm-hmm. wait for a gas for me. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, so there's a Bond where Bond dresses up as a clown? That he does. Yep. Yes. God, so fucking yeah. stupid. Let me show so, the picture. I want the bond where he throws that handicap guy in the smokestack. <laughs> with the with the airplane? Or yeah, no, the, with the helicopter? Yeah. There he is. That's Oh boy. Oh boy. That's yeah. not great. Yeah. It's not good. My God. Welcome to the 70s, that is, That's Roger Moore. That's Roger Moore. Look. Right. I mean, just he's just please kill me right now. Yeah. Why did I sign a six year or six movie deal? <laughs> He's like, this looks is like worse Pennywise. than getting. Roger, you're gonna, dra- you're gonna dress up as a clown in this movie. I don't know, guys. That doesn't sound. I said you're gonna dress up as a clown. Okay, I'm so sorry. Don't make me get your wife. <laughs> I'll get any of your wives or ex wives here, and they will make sure this gets done. <laughs> okay, I'll dress like a clown. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't get uh, so after this boat scene and. The conclusion to G.W. Pepper's outside storyline in this James Bond movie. Uh, the G.W. Saga. Yeah, the G.W. Saga. Um, we cut scene to uh, James infiltrating a voodoo homecoming dance. Yeah. Which is how I'm going to imagine this is going to be the dance that probably Michelle do, right? For your first yeah, dance. Exactly. It's going to be this one. Just shaking my body a lot. Like, just, ooh, just ooh. Air humping. Yeah. Poles. I can't wait to figure out what snake we're going to use. That's the best part. <laughs> Probably a fake one. Probably a good fake green one. Its mouth is just always open. A beanie babe. A beanie baby. One. Yeah. Stephen the snake's Black here. Snake moan. But it's Samuel Jackson to come. It's going to be yes. great. Uh, yeah. So um, James, you know, at the end of this, fucking blows up some paper mache dude. And rescues the card lady from. Uh, How, like, what was what was the deal with that? So, because the eyes moved, was that was that always? Was it always just like a, a robot? Like what? The no, hell? that was he was supposed to be real. That was, but, but but then he came back. Yeah, and it was real again. Yeah, voodoo. I didn't understand that. 
And like they weren't trying to hide it either. It seemed like like when it exploded out when he shot his leg, like it looked like it was clearly wooden. So it was like, oh, so this was always a fake person. I, I think it's just the effects are were just really bad. Is that? I think it's the effects. I, I think that was that, supposed to be a person. I thought that they were clearly up. trying to show us that wasn't a person. It, that, that was a human pinata. That's, that's just how bad the effects were. That just shoots up and then just like, <clears throat> oof. They had Yikes. the wacky wave. It wacky starts to like, arm in yeah, it starts to like crumble before it even blows up. It's like, all right, just keep it still. All right, now get out of the shot. It's just like, <laughs> they just blow it up. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was uh, pretty fucking miserable. I know, I okay. still have this damn gas pellet. So, That's not how this works. Oh, I mean, I do like he just he just goes into this dance party, this rave with a gun and just start blowing people away. Yeah. <laughs> wow. A huge That's again, like secret a, agent does. Yeah. There, there's no Walter PPK here. It's just like a magnum. He's just blowing people like <laughs> yeah, he's limb from limb. He's like, fuck it. I'm here. We all know I'm here, right? OK. Yeah, secret people, secret agent is no longer applicable to the 70s. No, 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 it's blatant. Agent, that's what it yeah. should be. So comes through the next, come through the next day. Like, why do all these people have manhole size cover holes in their chests? <laughs> Jesus Christ! They shot by a cannon. <laughs> Dirty Harry come down to New Orleans. Pretty much, yeah. Of course, they, they wanted. They asked Eastwood to do this movie too, and he said no. Why? Why, why would you? You got the. Are you, you blew everyone away. Everyone's shot and dead or running for the hills. You got the girl. Why did you go down the elevator into the secret lair? Why would you not go back through the woods to your swim gear where you're supposed to go according to the plan? Why, why go into the lair? Maybe to escape all the people. The I pe- guess. I guess. All I right. mean, they were they, they weren't that happy that they like killed their <sighs> that he killed their voodoo yeah, priest twice. <laughs> they were running all around in panic. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. But because apparently, he's the James priest, Bond and he makes terrible decisions. That's right. Yep. Yeah, that's especially this. Yeah, especially this Bond, just over and over again, falling into traps. Yeah, I so, think he was just curious to see what where where, <clears throat> where that voodoo guy came from. So just to be clear, um, oh, and he actually doesn't die because we see him on the train at the very end. Yeah, I was just I was just gonna say like, all right, so gunshot to the head, not fatal. Snake bites, fatal. But he actually he's on the train at the end, so also not fatal. They do. Yeah, so uh, um, James killed Love the, the voodoo enthusiasm, dude. Tim. Bring it. Bring that energy. Bring that energy. Hey, James I, killed the voodoo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can bring the energy back up. The next note I had here was just I could watch Jane Seymour run in that dress all day. Yes. yes. Agreed. Yes. That is true. Mm-hmm. I love it. Big fan. Moving on. All right, bringing the energy back down. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, James kills this paper mache guy, gets down to fucking Katanga's lair. Katanga's like, yeah, your plan sucks, dude. Um, none of it worked. And then... Um, uh, Apparently, Yapakota, who played Katanga, said, like, do you know like how his personality just changes once he just reveals who he is, even, like, earlier on? Like, yeah. when he's Mr. Big, he's all mean and angry, but then when he's... Katanga, he's like all happy and giddy. And his like the way he portrayed his character, his background story is that he's like a James Bond fanboy. And like uh-huh. he's based a lot of his stuff off of Bond. So he's just excited that Bond like knows who he is and he's like one up to him. <laughs> wow. I, I 
I kind of thought he was a pretty good actor. Actually, I thought as a villain, he was pretty pretty solid. Yeah. So he's he was, the one that's in. He's the engineer in Alien. Yeah. That goes. I just want a party. Oh my God! You're right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. By far the best actor this entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then uh, they get strapped to fucking a crane and get lowered down into sharks. Mutated sea bass. Mutated sea bass. Where the fuck are you going? Are they ill-tempered? <laughs> Very. Ooh. Very. Okay. Well, My psychotic colleague here tells me. Uh, fucking hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, but then James uses his magnetic watch once again to get out of this whole fucking scenario. Which which also is apparently a rope saw. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. By the way, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, we, we didn't mention this before. Sorry, forgot. It also spins around and can cut the rope. So done. He's out of the ropes. It, it's like the Harry Potter room of requirements. It's whatever you need it to be. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It turns There's into one. a condom if he needs it to. <laughs> Which he never needs it to. No, no. Because he doesn't wear condoms. <laughs> no. Oh, he needs it to. It just never does. <laughs> no. <laughs> the watcher's always like tapping on the side of the bed. James. <laughs> it's just buzzing. James, buddy, come on. Hey. We talked about this the last time you came. <laughs> you, you're ground zero for HIV, James. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop spreading this stuff. At least call somebody and let them know. James. <laughs> Why would I do that? Then they'd stop having sex with me. You shut your mouth, watch, or I'm going to start using that pocket watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, so James gets out of it, kills Katanga with his fucking watch. Um, and then we think the fucking movie's over. Wait, wait, wait that death. That okay. death is fucking incredible. That is one of the best and worst deaths of any movie I've ever seen. It's awful. He just turns into Grimace before he just blows up into a, like a balloon. <laughs> and it's so fast because they knew it was so bad. <laughs> it's but it's, it's not It's not fast enough. You can definitely see how bad this is of a human balloon exploding, apparently. Hold on, let me make these eyes a little more uh, realistic. It's like, <laughs> let me take this marker here. Let's get his little googly eyes. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, and then and and solitaire somehow like gets off of the platform. Is like, where's Kananga? You mean you didn't? Don't worry. You about didn't it. hear him blow up. <laughs> he always had an inflated opinion of himself. <laughs> oh, you narcissist, James. Oh, James. <laughs> you sly bitch, you. God so that's that. That's the end of the movie, right, Tim? That's the end of the movie. Well, actually, no, Bill. Rounding out the um, forms of transportation taken in this movie, <laughs> they get on a train. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, as, as James does, you know, they're about to get busy. And then uh, Teehee comes fucking rolling in trying to kill him again. Apparently, he didn't <laughs> die. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love uh, when he's getting on the train, Felix. Like, I don't know why you'd want to take a train. What are you two going to do for 16 hours? And then, James is like, <laughs> just looking at him. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe Felix really doesn't know what kind of evil he's enabling. He's <laughs> <laughs> just extremely gullible. Yeah. I guess they're just going to play a lot of gin rummy. I saw them. You had the deck of cards there. <laughs> what else can you do? What else would James Bond do with a woman in a, in a room she can't leave? 
<laughs> a room which he has no exit. Yeah. Nope. Oh, he keeps talking about the implication. <laughs> I mean, he loses that game of solitaire, and he immediately goes like, "All right, I'm done. Now it's time to fuck." And he's like, "Puts the bed yeah. down." Oh, by the way, what is the saying? Bad, bad luck at cards. Is it good luck in bed or something? Like what? Where? Because he then pulls down the bed and like goes. I, I didn't understand that. I mean, I know being under a ladder is bad luck, but I don't understand at all what he was getting at there. Oh, that is not a common phrase. I think he was just getting desperate at that point. He's like, God damn, we're in fucking hour eight of this train ride. She still hasn't fucked me yet. It's like, well, you know what it's like with bad cars and, you know, just just get over here and lie down. (laughs) What did I say? You knew the deal when we took this mission. (laughs) I wasn't part of this mission. I only met you during the mission. Shut up. Oh, yeah, that was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> what last one? Shut up. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Keep your woman mouth shut. I'm an English gentleman. Now get over here and suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't sh- I've been showered in it at least a week. And I've been wearing leather underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I went swimming in crocodile shit. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> and I fucked a couple of them too. I think I got clean with all that shark shit though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's the movie. Folks. Um, all right. Let's get into, let's get into trivia here. Um, uh, so this movie, interestingly enough, was shot somewhere. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have any trivia. So. <laughs> I, I've got one. They offered Sean Connery five and a half million dollars to do this movie. Thanks. Back then, it's a lot today it would be thirty-five million today. Wow! Wow! Damn! Yeah, Sean Connery was good at turning down a lot of money because he also turned down um, ten million and fifteen percent of the box office for the Lord of the Rings franchise, which would have been four hundred fifty million dollars, and he turned that down too. What was what would he have been in Lord of the Rings? Gandalf. Oh, Ugh. God. Ugh. Yeah. Peter no. Jackson really wanted him to be Gandalf, that they're like, we'll give you 15% of the, of the box office. Ugh. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, the, is, is Connery, ne- like, in our reverse order, is Connery next, or is there somebody in between? Lazenby. No, he was first. Because somebody goes by the name of Lazenby? George Lazenby. That's an awful yep. He did. He did one movie. I can't wait. Which we're can't wait do? to so fucking good. Kind of lazy. It was an Australian. I heard model. it was good. Yeah, oh, really. His story is great. We'll we'll talk about it next week. All there right, might have maybe to be it, some like mandatory watching. It's on Hulu. It's a documentary on how he just conned his way into being Bond, and it's hilarious. The guy's got a good sense of humor. He's like best friends with Jim Jeffries now. <clears throat> is he? Yeah, because Jim <laughs> Jeffries just loves him because he's just like this Australian guy who's just like yeah. I became Bond. I don't really know why. And they offered him more, like more movies. He's like, nah. They're like, why? He's like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't want to do it. I'm gonna go live on a boat. It's so weird. I got the box office game for you. Let's, right. do it. Let's do it. Ready? All right. How much it costs? How much did it make? I don't. I can never do this with movies. This is gonna be a weird time. one yeah, because this is an older movie. Twenty-five million dollars, and it made. Uh, seventy million dollars. I'm gonna say it costs like it costs like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to make, 
and <laughs> it made like I don't even know anymore five million dollars. <laughs> hey Penny, <laughs> hey Penny, my goodness. Ah, uh, sorry, a, a, a doubloon. <laughs> <laughs> one one regular doubloon. Yeah, hey, uh, for my Harry Potter episode callback. <laughs> uh, I'll say it's thirty million to make. I'm gonna say it made like 150 million. Cost seven million. Seven. It made a yep. It made 161 million. <laughs> These movies used to fucking clean up. Wow. So Christ. I also did the inflation on this on this one. And if it was today, it would have made $1.04 billion. Yikes. Christ. That's oh, insane. Wow. For this movie, this movie that we just watched, billion dollar movie. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's how there- bad cinema was back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like people just like didn't give a shit. The James Bond options. Yep. No, there's a third guy in four years. Billion dollars. When we, you know, and again, when was it released? It was released in like the summer, right? So this is like the summer movie, right? Everyone's just going to see it. Yeah, well, June twenty seventh, People are horny. They didn't have porn back then. This is the closest thing to porn. They had plenty of porn in the seventies. They just you, didn't have internet. You porn. couldn't. It wasn't I mean, the same. I know. I understand. Yeah. Not everybody was fortunate enough, Bill, to go to a seedy fucking theater to go jerk off in. All right. <laughs> you think of the little people, Bill, for once. No. Yeah. I hate them. People. Yeah, that that's that's a lot of money. Yes, for this movie especially. Again, <laughs> it was. I'll, I'll grant you. I should. I, I maybe was too harsh on it in the intro. It's it's fun. It's fine. It's a mindless, dumb romp of a movie. It, uh, it that kind of money for the way that the main villain died. Unacceptable. <laughs> I will not allow that to be the world that I live in. You should use the seven million just on that. <laughs> Should have blown somebody up for real. Just, yeah. just like, show some red stuff in the water. Pretend he got eaten by a shark. Fine, done. Fucking blown up like a balloon, and it's just like a paper mache thing. No, no. Or do what I thought was going to happen originally, and he just gets eaten by sharks because that's the way they're setting it up. I feel yes. like he got ate by sharks, and then they came, they went back and like changed it or something. I, I don't understand. That, that there's ways to kill people, and I feel like the shark death would have been a little better than him just turning into a balloon and popping, like the girl from Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, Veruca. Yeah. All right, I'll just take over from here. Tim, Timmy looks tired. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> All right. Next question: Who's your favorite and least favorite in this? Oh yeah, GW. My favorite. <sighs> least favorite is. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> least favorite is just the racial undertones <laughs> overtones some might say <laughs> yeah, not really undertones the blatant uh, racism <laughs> I would say that uh, Sheriff Pepper was would be my least favorite character in this movie um, and I'm just going to say uh, uh, Solitaire because Jane Seymour <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I agree, Bill, with both of those things. The Jane Seymour and the... <laughs> uh, so I guess my favorite character would be Blaxploitation. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was fucking phenomenal throughout the entire thing. Uh, no, I'd probably... I don't know. You know, I always like Baron Samidi just because in the in GoldenEye, he was dope. So I just loved his theatrical um, little, little bit of him, but... Wait, wait, wait. Um, Who, what is he, is he playing? Him? Goldeneye. Oh, he no, he's just in like the video game. 
Oh, in the video uh, game. Gotcha, gotcha. He's not actually His laugh yeah. in this movie, by the way. So good. That Just, is, yeah, the creme uh, yeah. Good, crab. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like I like Kananga, but he's like the worst Bond villain. Like he just how how I feel like every single Brosnan villain was worse. Really? Oh no, I love Trevelyan. God, he's so fucking good. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I mean besides Sean Bean, Sean Bean's Sean Bean was very villain. good. Yes, I agree. Was it Carter that fucking yeah, like egghead diamond face? Oh no, he's a good actor. I just like. You know. think he's like a like his plan is bad? Like he's he's just like it's not bad, but it's just like I don't know. It, I just I don't like it when it's like ah, split person like not split person now. That's not how I describe it. It's like oh, like I'm the prime minister of this country, but also meanwhile I'm I'm also like an international drug dealer. And I was like okay, I guess. And then he rips off the face, and I was like yeah, I just don't. I just don't care. It's like if he had just been like I'm actually just like an insane powerful person. I just want to rule the world sure but the whole idea of like him selling drugs and also the amount of drugs they have is just absurd i'm sorry it's like a billion dollars in heroin in 1973 it's like a trillion dollars like your country does not have a trillion dollars with the heroin you do not have enough poppy seeds there's no way there's no way i'm sorry yeah like like he they burn them all and he's like oh that's fine they're very durable it's also a single operation yeah. yeah, it's like one. It's like oh, so all the heroin consumed in New York City is coming in from one guy, and like everyone in New York City, the FBI, everyone's just like scratching their head. We just can't get our head around this. I mean, to be fair, Felix Leiter is is in charge of this team, and he just can't. That's, that's a good point. Can't fight his way out of a white paper bag. So he's spending most of his time uh, covering up, dealing with whatever whatever mess James Bond set yeah, up. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's dealing with the, with the, the hotel bill that, that Bond left at the last place. You drank how many Bollingers? Oh my God, <laughs> this come everywhere! <laughs> I, I think Did you have to, to smear the shit in the mirrors the again, James? <laughs> I like. I yeah, it never comes back up. Rosie was a CIA agent, right? Yeah, Every, everyone's cool with Bond and Rosie. She? she is, yeah, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's a double, double agent. agent. She's a double agent, and basically Jane Seymour is a double agent for the other side. So, so everyone, everyone's just cool with Rosie and Bond just going off, and Rosie dying, and Bond's just like, "Yeah, double agent for sure." <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, <laughs> well, did you at least fuck her first, Jimmy? Huh? That's like when yes. you're trying to you're trying to like plant evidence. Like, let me just sprinkle a little bit of crack on you. And yeah. then, All right, we'll get out of here. She's a bad person. I was looking at her crack. Oh, terrible. Yeah. All right, see you later. Yeah, it's 1973. Just look at her. My favorite is also good again, Solitaire. Um, although Jane Seymour was dubbed in this entire movie, yeah, that wasn't her voice, no, no. because the producers thought that Americans were too dumb that they wouldn't understand her if she was speaking in an English accent. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yep. But we can understand fucking Sheriff Pepper and the nonsense coming out of his <laughs> mouth. Out here. Me? A, doom, a doom machine. He's a secret agent. He's so, for what team? Once again, his, that was his an mouth, afterthought. Yep. His, his mouth full of like, with like a wiffle ball size amount of chewing tobacco. <laughs> That's yeah, fine. Every other take, I feel like he's like, oh, we're, 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 vomiting, like, spitting it out. It's on his throat. Uh, my least favorite is also Rosie. Just 
bad character, bad acting. Yeah. Yeah. You know who would have been great in this, but they would have had to change the character is Pam Greer. If you're going for the black, you know, the black exploitation, get Foxy Brown in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm. Love Pam one, Greer. One one thing you got to give Rosie, she looks good in a bikini with a very low bikini. Yes, mm-hmm. that thing was barely hanging on her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think she could turn around because they probably would have had to made this like an R rating. Turned around. <laughs> Not bad looking, just no. not good actor. Not good acting, yeah. Mm-mm. No. All right. Pull my popcorn ratings, but better be judged. What was your rate to the live and let die? Uh, I'm going to give this... Um, I'm going to give this 20 GW Peppers out of um, what I assume to be the immense regret I'm going to have for most of the things I said in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this movie um, a uh, one out of one on uh, the Sackler family uh, plan for drug distribution in America. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) I'm going to give this... I think I I, try, I started counting them and I failed to continue to count because at one point I, I gave up. But there were at least uh, 16 oh no's for me as I watched this movie <laughs> over <laughs> over over me losing my job <laughs> from, from watching this film and discussing it on the interwebs. As I casually describe it as a black exploitation film where they're just saying honky and pimp mobile and these are all facts though. They are true. It is. They you know, admitted I've, that they made a black exploitation movie because they were popular. Oh yeah, they were just like, and they the people that were in them, like um, he Tihi is like a famous black exploitation actor. Like, yeah. So they they just bought into it and they were like, you know what Americans like? We're gonna make a we're gonna make a film that's gonna be distributed everywhere. But you know what we should do? Black exploitation. Everyone in this is black and <laughs> and they're all dumb or double agents or something. But there are no one's a good guy. Not Everywhere but the South. Everywhere but the South, exactly. But, but yeah. I guess the producers, they said that they would go to movies and they'd see a line of just all white people for the white movies and a line of all black people for the black movies. And they're like, why don't we just make one for both? <laughs> it's a crazy so, idea. I mean, it's pretty woke, I guess, in 1972. Too woke. Two British people. But I'm going to give this five flying boats out of zero <laughs> politically incorrect scenes. <laughs> Zero flawless movie. Good. Thank Zero. you, man. Flawless. Thank you flawless. for saying that. Someone had to stand up and right. advocate. That's right. Yeah. Nothing wrong with this movie. Yeah. Flawless. <laughs> flawless. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see the next one. As we just continue to just deteriorate <laughs> these movies. <laughs> as far as quality and editing and filming and acting and just and general just like humanity. humanity yeah yes there you go yeah. fair the way so George Lazenby's up the Come way up next the way they treat other human beings and women and yeah oh it just gets worse and worse so it'll be interesting to see the next one on, was it's on Her Majesty's Secret Service I think's the name of it is it yeah I heard apparently it's a good movie from what I've heard it's from bad fans like it I was going to say, I've actually, I think I've only ever seen it once when I was a child, but I remember not being upset about it. Yeah, I think it's one of the better written ones. So that'll be interesting. So stay tuned. We'll 
It might be out in a week or two, or it might be out in a month or two. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Could be out 2023. Yeah. As we go into week five or month three of our James Bond series. <laughs> so stay tuned. Redbubble. <laughs> Redbubble stickers. Did any of you guys get your fucking stickers? I got my stickers. I didn't. I've been, get any I've been sticking them all over stop signs. I have not. I've got no stickers. Mm. Shit. Stickers. Well, it's fair. Neither one of you guys are on the sticker, so I understand that. Yeah, so I, I feel make some editing. A lack of representation. I have to make some revisions here. We'll just put Preble and Bill's head on top of just, John's. Just draw me in there. Just draw like a circle of glasses and deal with it. <laughs> okay, that's that. <laughs>